Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Bucks lose to the Chicago Bears 48-10 to as they allow Mitch Trubisky. That's right, Mitch Trubisky to throw six touchdown passes. Unbelievable. Bucks coach Dirk Cutter said after the game they should fire every person on that field, starting with me. Well, I don't know that he's going to get fired. What about defensive coordinator Mike Smith? And Fitzmagic? Well, it's run its spell. It's over. Jameis Winston takes over in the second half. And even Dirk Cutter says that Jameis Winston will probably start after the bye week against the Atlanta Falcons. Just a horrible day for the Bucks. How will they fix this during the bye week? But... It's the end of the Rays season, and congratulations to the Tampa Bay Rays. They did not make the postseason, but they win 90 games. That's right, 90 games. Most people, like myself, had them losing 100 in one of the most probably enjoyable seasons that the Rays have ever had. Congratulations to Kevin Cash, who should be considered for Manager of the Year, and Blake Snell, who should win the American League Cy Young Award for his record 21-5. and all that, and we break down the Bucks and Bears with Times columnist Tom Jones on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. Hey, before we get started on the podcast, I want to tell you about a special offer from Continental Wholesale Diamonds. They want you to have the best time ever when shopping for diamonds. So, for our listeners only, Andy at Continental is offering limited time 20% off all jewelry purchases. That's right. So, whether you want a statement piece like a gorgeous diamond necklace or Maybe you're looking for that perfect engagement ring. Andy is going to give you his undivided attention. Just come into Continental Wholesale Diamonds and you score big with 20% off all your jewelry purchases just for our listeners on Sports Day Tampa Bay. It's Continental Wholesale Diamonds and it's where I shop. They're at 1715 Northwest Shore Boulevard, Suite 150, right next to the Penthouse Club. All right, Tom Jones joins us now. And, Tom, that might have been the worst display of defense oh, I have seen. And, and I have seen a lot of bad defense in Tampa Bay, beginning with last year's version that was the worst in the league. And they look like the 85 Bears compared to this, this unit right now. It's unbelievable, Rick. And we were as we were watching this game, I understand you're going to have some games where other teams just go off on you. I mean, that's going to happen. I mean, you, get, you run into a good team here and there, you know, whether it's Big Ben as, your, as the quarterback or Drew Brees has lit them up times in the past. That's not surprising. That happens sometimes. Rick, this is Mitchell Trubisky, and these guys were running. You know what it reminded me of? I remember years ago when Steve Spurrier's – and I'm not making this up. I'm not making a joke of this or a light of it. So years ago when Danny Werfel was at Florida and they were running a fun-and-gun offense, and guys were just running wide open all over the place. That's what it looked like, Rick. These guys were so wide open for the Bears. And that's the thing that's a concern – this wasn't like guys making great plays. This wasn't 50-50 balls that were going to the offense. These were plays that were, it, I mean, like I said, guys were running wide open. And, that, and this is what's a major concern for this team. Right it now. is. This is professional football. And I keep saying that because I, I've not seen this many breakdowns in a single game. I think in the first half they had six pass plays of over 30 yards. I mean, that's not just an explosive. That's like double an explosive. And, they're, I mean, the way the game went – 
They were never in it. I mean, these are the possessions that the Bears had. Touchdown, punt, touchdown, 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 field goal. That's it in the first half. They punted one time, scored all touchdowns, one field goal. And, I mean, it was, like you said, big plays, guys running scot-free, breakdowns everywhere, no pressure. I'm pretty convinced that the only guy that should get a check is Jason Pierre-Paul. Yeah, he played because well. He played well. He led the team with 10 tackles. He had two quarterback hits. He had the only sack in the game for the Bucks, And, you know, and also, uh, uh, you know, looked like he gave a damn. I mean, the rest of the team just didn't show up. And that's what Pierre-Paul said after the game. He was just like, we, we, didn't, we didn't even show up today. Here's the thing, Rick, and this is the thing. It's we're going to go back and forth and back and forth. And I, look, I don't know. We're not here necessarily to call for people's jobs or anything. But the one thing that kept coming up time and time again during the game on Sunday was fire Mike Smith. Fire Mike Smith. Look, that's the decision that's that's going to be made above, obviously above my head. I don't necessarily think firing a defensive coordinator is going to help anything at this point. But Rick, when you look at this thing, is it scheme? Is it players? Is it coaching? I, I happen to think. They're not very good in terms of talent on defense. I think they have a couple of players defensively. Joe McCoy, obviously. Pierre uh, Paul. Pierre Paul, Levante David. Beyond that, I mean, look, their secondary is all beat up. I'm not trying to make excuses here, but I'm just looking Rick, I just don't think they have the talent to be able to stop teams. And this isn't like the first game it happened. Saints game, they gave up 40. Steelers scored 30. Uh, and now, you know, the, the, uh, the Bears put up 48, so... But always before that, like, with the Saints, you could say, well, Hall of Famer Drew Brees. Right. Um, with, you know, and Nick Foles, they held to 21, amazingly, and they said, well, Super Bowl MVP, but he didn't have any weapons. And then Ben Roethlisberger, Hall of Fame quarterback. But they gave up 30 in the first half to Pittsburgh. Right. And they shut him out in the second half and, and frankly, should have won the game. But then in this game, I mean, you know, 38 points in the first half. I mean, when you start doing stuff like that... You're not competitive. That's the worst film you can leave. And your fan base, which had all this excitement and Fitzmagic, which is dead now, I think. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, you know, of being two and zero and being relevant again, even at two and one, the chance to go three and one. But to, but and you asked this question to Dirk Cutter, which was a good one after the game. Hey, is this the proverbial clunker that yeah. seems like every team has in the NFL during the year? During the year, there'll be one game where you just. Well, you can't explain it. You're just going to get your doors bl- blown off if you're not ready to play. Or is this a bigger concern? I tend to think it's a, it's what they are. Yeah, I think it's what they are as well. I mean, we look back at that game a couple of years ago. This happens every year, by the way, with Dirk Cutter. They, I'm not blaming it on Dirk Cutter. In the Dirk Cutter era, the Bucks remember a couple of years ago went out to Arizona, second, second or third. They were two year. and one last year. Let's just get, right. make that clear. They were right. two and one last year. Wound up five and eleven. A disastrous season. Smoked it at Minnesota last year, but the year before they get smoked at, at Arizona and they come back and they end up going nine and seven. So yeah, I asked, well, is this just that clunker game? Remember a week ago. The Patriots looked like uh, absolutely looked like dog meat against which, the Jacksonville. <laughs> which is funny because Joe McCoy after the game made the same point to me, and I I didn't put it in the paper. I will say it on the podcast because <laughs> it was unbelievable. And he said he goes well. He goes what he goes no, it's one game. I mean he wasn't he knew they played bad, and, and right. to be fair, Gerald was not happy at all. Yeah, and he and he and he felt disgusted like everybody else did. But he did say he goes. You know what's our record? Two and two. He goes, well, the Patriots won. They're two and two, and they've been two and two in years that they won the Super Bowl. So we got you know twelve more games to go. Uh, easy, big fella. <laughs> yeah. You're not the Patriots, okay? Tom Brady's not going to come and play quarterback, and Bill Belichick's not coaching your team. And this is the thing. It's like I think Dirk Cutter, if it were the offense, could fix something here. Yeah. 
And he's got Todd Munkin, and the offense is not perfect. They still can't run the ball. We saw a little bit of Ronald Jones. But I don't know how he can fix this. Like, they spent all offseason, and if you're Jason Light, you traded for Pierre Paul, you signed Bo Allen and Vinnie Curry, um, Mitch Ryan is on IR. You drafted Vita Vea, who right. made his debut. Eh, yeah. didn't do a whole lot. But nonetheless, you put a lot of resources in this defense, right? Yeah. And, and the thing is, they've, been, they've had injuries to the interior defensive line, no question. And they are beat up or young or both in the secondary. They started their third safety today in Isaiah Johnson. Mm-hmm. Now, having said all that, no one should score 38 points in the first half, let alone Mitch Trubisky. Right. And, and, and like, again, in such a way that you look at this defense and they look thoroughly confused. Lost. Lost. Nobody was covering No one anybody. knew it. You and I could go out there and not tell us what the defense is, and I could leave a guy 30 yards open. I could do that. When, when it's that bad, then you have to look at scheme a little bit. You have to say somebody's not doing something. Somebody's either not teaching somebody the right thing, or these players are thir- or they're not following directions. But whatever the case is, again, this is not great receivers we're talking about. I mean, Allen Robinson's a nice receiver. But these no, aren't, these aren't like all pros no. that are running wild and free out here. I said this, Rick, in my column. You know what I think this team is? I think they have some – they're not a very – overall, they're not a good football team. They have some good offensive players. That's what they have. They have a couple of quarterbacks that can throw the ball pretty well. When, a, when things are well. When I mean, things, with, when they're with Fitz, we saw what happens when you have pressure. Right. Right, when right. they have prayer, but they have some quarterbacks that can throw it, some guys that can catch it, yep. and that's about it. That's about all they have. That's why I'm feeling this is more of a sign of things to come than the outlier, than the yes. clunker game that everybody seems to have. Now, maybe it won't get as bad, but I'll tell you what, Rick, and look, you win the games, you win. You're 2-2. Two and two. They deserve to be 2-2. Two and two. I'm not, But if you look back, boy, that New Orleans game, if it was about a minute longer, I think the Saints would have won that game. And, well, you could say, well, if the, if the Steelers game was a minute longer, the Bucks might have won that game. True. But I just think, Rick, that this you're, you're not going to be able to score 30 and 40 points every week, and I think that's what's going to take to win a lot of games this year. I know what you're saying in terms of talent on defense, but like I said, they went to all this trouble to get all these players, right? And, and the thing about it is these are the players they chose, right? These are the ones they could get, the ones that were available, and the ones they chose. Bo Allen is hurt. I understand that. They have some injuries. Like I said, Will Golson's playing tackle. He's not a tackle. All that stuff said. That aside, I mean, Mike Smith has not shown anything in the years that he's been defensive coordinator. And I know that Dirk Cutter's loyal to a fault, and I'm not saying that they got a guy on staff that's going to take over. Right. But these are the kinds of games and the kinds of starts that get get guys fired in the middle of the season. If this were two or three games in the middle of a season and it's you could chuck it up to a bad stretch, Rick, this is this is a bad start for a defense that was bad last that year. That was horrible. They were they were the worst defense last in the, in the league the last year. And now by far. And it looks awful again this year. And again, maybe Mike Smith, if you gave him the the defense that the. Uh, I don't know what the Philadelphia Eagles have or, or, or the Bears. Or the Bears, yeah. Get you do okay. Back, yeah. Maybe you would do a little bit better. But you do. I, I understand where the questions are coming from. You have to look at everything at this point. Dirk Cutter, Rick, and you, you asked the question. It was one of the great quotes or, uh, you know, of, of the season, of, of really of, of any this, – this ranks up there. With, it was very like, close to a beer commercial. Jo- it was. <laughs> yeah, it really was. I mean, it, he was he – Playoffs. Was, yeah, Playoffs. He, he was almost to the more uh, – uh, Denny Green. If he had a little more anger in his voice, right. then they would have they would have gone on his. You, you know. know. But they you know, somebody I, somebody asked you know should Mike Smith be fired? Based on that game today, we couldn't make enough changes. 
We should fire every person that was on that field today, starting with me. That was that was horrific. I don't think he was actually suggesting he should be fired, but <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was that just goes to show you how thoroughly they were dominated to the point where I think he was embarrassed, and they should have been embarrassed because it was an embarrassing performance. Yeah, and the thing is, you are going to have clunkers like you mentioned, but there is there is a disconnect here, and and you know the other, I mean, look. The offenses are changing. I mean, there's something happening in the NFL right now, and and we saw it with Fitzpatrick for three games. When is Ryan Fitzpatrick? Is as talented as the guys you just mentioned on offense? Deshaun Jackson, who was the only guy that had a great game on offense, by the way. Um, Mike Evans, and we know about you know, O.J. Howard, who got hurt today, and um, you know Chris Godwin, and all that. They were hot, but there's something going on because Fitzpatrick doesn't. No one has ever thrown for 400 yards in three weeks, mm-hmm. and the kinds of points we're seeing in this league right now, and the kind of passing numbers we're seeing. I, I don't know if, you know, the lot's been made of the roughing the passer thing. I don't know if it's because you can't hit the receivers or you can't touch the receivers. Rick, I don't know what's going on. I'm half expecting on every incomplete pass a penalty flag for defensive passes. And you get first. about one every other one. And it's and, and, and a lot of these calls, and I'm like, look, the Bucks have way more problems than defensive passes. Yeah, no doubt. The referees didn't cost them a game. No. But I, I do, to your larger point, I do think it's gotten to the point where defensive backs can't play football anymore. They, you bump a guy. It used to be, hey, that was part of the game. You, you had to have a little bit of hand fighting going on out there. And if it's not defensive pass interference, it's offensive pass interference. But they've made it so hard on on the defense. That's part of it. And you're right, Rick. I, I mean, you do at this some point wonder if the game is changing so much that it's leaving some coaches behind. And I don't know that Mike Smith falls into that category or not. But, you know, clearly – there were moments they were Mitch Trubisky stood back there and patted the ball. Patted the ball. He had six, seven seconds to throw. You give a guy that time to throw, he's gonna every look. Every quarterback in the NFL can throw them. They're all good. Yeah. Yeah. You give even the crappy and, ones. And, and but the the big concerning thing to me, if you're a Bucks fan, was just how wide open these guys were, and that's that just shows you that people are confused. No one gets beat that badly. It wasn't like they were out running people. No. There was somebody go out and make a turn, and next thing you know, it's like nobody had them. No. No, it wasn't even. They weren't even playing the proverbial, uh, you know, cat defense where you got that cat and you got that cat. It wasn't, they weren't even doing that. I mean, that would have been probably a better defense, right? I never heard that. Yeah, that's, that's a dirt cutter good, special. Like, to play some cat coverage. I mean, you got that cat. They couldn't do that. So, well, it's um, like herding cats out there because yeah. they couldn't stop anybody. Listen, the offense did not help the defense, and we've talked a lot about. You wrote about it. Whether you know, do you ride the hot hand? Well, it wasn't real. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hot in the first half last week, but Monday night, but okay. They go with Ryan Fitzpatrick again. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time, though, against a really good defense that can really rush the passer. All right, here's how it went. And I'm not making excuses for the defense either. 
However, however, yeah. okay, they start the game, three plays, punt. Right. Second possession, six plays, 10 yards in penalties, punt. Right? They got one first down. Next possession, all right, a little better. Get back in the game a little bit, down a couple scores. Six plays, 60 yards, bogs down, field goal. Okay, we're done for the scoring of the night, folks. Yeah. Okay, just about. Okay, the next possession, three plays, loss of three yards, punt. Next series, three plays, three yards, punt. Next series, six plays, doing a little better, up 10 yards in penalties, and interception. You cannot win if you're putting your defense on the field and your drives go no more than six plays, and most of them are three and outs. Ryan Fitzpatrick was overmatched today. He was overmatched, and, and again, I realized you, when you're trailing by a bunch of points, you can't afford to run the football as much as you'd like to. But it, it was is, early. I this mean, was two weeks in a row, though. They ran for about 60 yards. They ran 60 yards today, I think it was, yep. about 3.3 a carry. Last week against the Steelers, I think they, carried the ball, they ran the ball for 63 yards. That was about 3.8 yards a carry, which is a little bit better, closer to, to league average. But if you can't run the football, and you, you talked about the first series of the game, Two runs immediately, you know. Third and ten. Third and ten, and and when third and ten against Khalil Mack and that group, forget it. Um, no, he didn't play a good game. It came halftime, Rick, and I think we all knew at that point Jameis was going to go into the game. And I, now that you look at now, now that you survived it, yeah. It now that out, you know, if he, it turned out to be the right call because right. now you got him some game action before he has to, the next two weeks to get ready. Right, but Rick. At the time, there was a real discussion about whether you and I, anyway, were discussing like. Do you put, even put him in this game? Well, no, you're risking he, injury. Now, there were a couple of guys, you know, jumping around his legs a couple of times. Oh, yeah. He got, easily gotten rolled up. The way Jameis plays, Jameis goes out there and he tries to shed tacklers and he had guys at his feet and guys trying to bring him down. And, you know, after an interception, tried to tackle a guy. Mm-hmm. He could have easily gotten hurt in this game. And our conversation is now about why did you put in Jameis Winston in a game that was absolutely out of hand. And even Dirk Cutter said after the game, look, I went to them before halftime and then at halftime and I said – we're putting them in, but this is a horrible position we yes. put you in. Yes. Because you have to pretty much throw every down if we're going to get back in it, which they really didn't try. They, they tried to mix it up. But it's basically, you know, the game is over, and you're not going to gain much except some some timing and some, some game action, which I guess the next time out he'll be better for it. But I thought it was interesting because I didn't expect this, but um, Annie Sable, of all people, give her, give her props on the yeah. podcast. She asked the question, okay, did you see enough of Jameis to, to know that – he should be your starter when you guys come back. And he said, probably. Yeah. Which is way more than you would think. But let's face it. There's no way they could ever start a game now with Ryan Fitzpatrick after the last. And I think that's the, the – the, and Andy asked a good question. Don't get me wrong. That's the question everybody wanted to know. Yeah. I think really the answer, though, was Ryan Fitzpatrick probably didn't do enough to keep his job. You know, Correct. It's more the – It wasn't how Jameis played. Yeah, because I thought Jameis – Overall, was rusty. He looked rusty to me a little bit. Threw a couple interceptions. Threw a couple interceptions. That one wasn't his fault. He got hit by Khalil Mack. Right. The other one's at the end of the game where they're just trying to make something happen. But overall, he he wasn't an impossible situation. You, you can't. I mean, they were teeing off. Everybody knows they're throwing pretty much every down. It was, I think, it just important to get him hit and get him running around and get them to make some throws. So I, I wouldn't really judge his numbers or judge his actual performance. I don't think that's what today was about. But I do think. Look, you got to go with him now, and and I, you, the only way you go back to Fitzpatrick is if Jameis were to get hurt. I think at this point, either that or he was just 
just horrible in the next couple of weeks. But he's your starting quarterback. He's, he gives you your best chance to win. But here's the thing, Rick. They're going to have to – I saw what Mitch Trubisky did. Wait till Matt Ryan gets a hold of this team. Matt Ryan is as hot as any quarterback in the league. His last, his last three games, yeah. he's, he's not been the problem. They, he's, he's gone nuts. I mean, well, guys, I, he'll go nuts against this defense yeah. if they don't figure it out. And unless the Bucks again, score 35, 40 points a game, they're going to have a hard time winning football games. They're 2-2. Two and two, And then I said, you know, a week ago, a week and a half ago. A week ago. A week ago. Monday night. Monday, yeah. It was Monday morning we woke up. 2-0. and oh. They were 2-0 and oh and playing the Steelers, which were struggling. Yeah. And then you figure the Bears. No Lost two games in seven days. Two games in seven days and badly. You know, they were outscored what? Well, 30 to 30 10. 30 to 10 and in that first half, so and then like, 38 yeah. to 3. Yeah, six, 68 to 13, basically, in, in the first half. And You're see, giving yourself no chance. See, that's that's why something is wrong. And I I understand they got young players and injuries and all that. Look, these guys have been here since April, okay? Right. Even the draft picks. You chose these players. Mm-hmm. You know enough about them now to know how to put them in the right positions. And nobody was in a position to do anything. I mean, talking to Joe McCoy, he said, well, you know, they use mass protection. They had some seven-man front. Well, that should help your back end because they don't have that many guys eligible. Right. You know, you're only getting three out in the routes, and guys are running scot-free. Look, I don't know. I mean, there there comes a time when the confidence dips, and I know they have a bye week. Bye week, good or bad thing, to have to chew on this and be humbled for 14 days before you get to try it again. I think if you're Dirk Cutter – you want to get back out there right away. I mean, you want. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could use the extra time. Or can you? Are, should you reevaluate some things? Is well, I mean, right? when you say reevaluate some things. I, mean, I don't know what you can do, the, yeah, but they're question. doing. I mean, the, the thing everybody's going to ask is, okay, this is a perfect time to fire your defensive coordinator, Rick. I don't know that it's going to help at this point. I, I just changing coaches. Well, he's not going to do it. No, and change your coaches in the middle of the season. Again, who's on your staff that's ready? To, I don't know that there's somebody on your staff ready to do it anyway. Right now, do I think a year from now Mike Smith will be here? Unlikely. But in the meantime, I think I think it would have been good for Jameis to get back out there again next next Sunday. I, I think this is I think the bye week's coming in a bad week. I think really? you wanna, yeah, I think you want to I think you want to get back out now unless you have injuries and you're going to get some guys. Well, they back. got some. We don't know. OJ you know, Howard was hurt tonight. We don't know the extent of his injury. If he's out for an extended period of time, that's tragic. Sure, because he looked like a Pro Bowl player. He's one of their best weapons. Um, they do have some guys in the secondary that are nicked up. It's un- yeah, it's well, the secondary is beat up, and 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 defensive line. Yeah, yeah. So you know, maybe you get Bo Allen back. Maybe you get you know some of your experienced guys. I don't know what can fix this, Rick. That I, and I, look, it's easy to overreact to a game like this bad. Every team, a week ago, we were ready to bury the New England Patriots. Going up, you know, their their runs over, they're done. I so you look at this game, forty eight ten. Maybe it was an outlier game. Maybe it was one of those games where they it just everything went wrong. But it doesn't feel like it to me, man. It feels like the beginning of something bad. Yeah, because the defense has been the constant. They've been terrible since the first game. And I know Drew Brees is great, but he ain't putting 40 up on everybody. No, he's not. And you get this, when you look at what was going on out there on Sunday, this, you don't fix that overnight. You don't fix, it's not like, okay, they're missing their pass rusher. Like, we get him we, back. We get good. him back. We're going to be good. No, like there's – who are you waiting on? There's – you know. I just, don't, I just don't think it's Jason right. Pierre-Paul said after the game that he goes, I have played nine seasons in the NFL. I have never been part of something like this and was pretty mad about it. Like he was like, you know, guys have to really look, check themselves. You know, this is the old, you hear that, hey, you gotta look, everybody's got to look in the mirror. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah they do. Um, 
I just feel like the Bucks wasted a great opportunity. No one expected Ryan Fitzpatrick to get them off to even a 2-1 and start. They could have been 3-0. Mm-hmm. And now they're right back to where they were before the season started, which is we don't think they're very good. You know, I mean, when I say we, I mean like the national media. Watch everybody right. oh, break yeah. ankles oh. <laughs> jumping off the bandwagon, good morning football. <laughs> no it's like good morning, good day, and good night football <laughs> when you come to the Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah. It's late September. Yeah. It's, like, it's late September. I really should be back at school. Okay, let me it's ask October. you this. I'll be playing devil's advocate and say this. Go, because the sky is falling. Right. They're two and two. Yeah. If I'd have told you, the proverbial. If I'd have told you. If I'd have told you before the season that Jameis Winston would not start any of the first four games and you would play the Saints, the Eagles, the the uh, Steelers, and a much improved Bears team, probably the best of the four. Who John are. Gruden just gave yeah. Khalil Mack to. By the way, can I say this about John Gruden and Khalil Mack? <laughs> John Gruden has forgotten more football than I'll ever know, but I'll never be known as the guy that traded Khalil Mack. It's true. But if I had told you before the season, Rick, no, no Jameis the first, basically the first four games. Yep. And you go two and two. Yep. Would you take it? And I yes, think a lot of people would. absolutely. So but would you? Can, would you? Reset. Would you take it with no, a defense that's given up yeah. 40, 40 a game? A week ago, if you'd have told me they're two and two, I would have said absolutely not. This is a disaster, and that's the problem. You you can't really look at it before the season. We'd have taken two and two. Yeah, but a week ago you would have taken three in and six one. days. Yeah, they gave up. 78 points yeah. in seven days in a week, yeah. a week's time. Mm-hmm. Man. Now maybe, now, maybe again, and I don't know. I don't know the stats, Rick. I've always heard uh, road team following a Monday night game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's always a, it's a, that's if there's a clunker game to be had, that's it. A road game following a Monday night game. Maybe, maybe that plays something into it. The next, and here's the, I think the other question, Rick, that I really like Dirk Cutter's answer to is I asked him after the game. Is this a clunker, or is this just one? Who you are, or is this who you are? And he goes, and his answer was, "We're going to find out." We don't like. Unfortunately, I don't know the answer to that. He was he was very honest about it. I don't know. He goes, "I do know it's one of sixteen, but I also know that there was nothing good about this one." So, there certainly their confidence has to be rattled. Oh, it's got to be. And and the thing is, Dirk Cutter, who is not calling offensive plays, and I would I would say the offense hasn't been as good the last two weeks. Right. Because, frankly, teams are now playing them different. Deshaun Jackson, by the way, has just become Deshaun Jackson again. Yeah. I can't explain it. Like, no one else can make plays, but this guy's getting 50-yard bombs still. He's another 100-yard game, he, three, three out of four games. I, mean, lead, I think he leads the NFL in receiving at this yeah, point. Was, I mean, no, he still he does. Really good. He did everything but get in the end zone. Although I thought, I thought it was funny, like, Jameis' first pass <laughs> to Deshaun Jackson, like, wild by him just a bit outside. Yeah, if there's one guy that's upset about Ryan Fitzpatrick leaving, it's yeah. Deshaun Jackson. Not if there's one guy who's happy about Jameis being back, it's Adam Humphreys, <laughs> because all of a sudden he come out of the gate hitting him, Cam Brates back in the action again. That's right. Although he was in there because O.J. Howard got hurt. But – no, I, I think that Deshaun Jack look Deshaun Jackson's been very good for this football team. But what I was gonna say is that Dirk Cutter can fix some things. He can't fix the defense. He's gotta rely on Mike Smith for that. He hired Mike Smith for that and the other defensive coaches. Now he has time, he can spend more time in the meeting room. If they have a meeting room, <laughs> if they meet at all, I don't even know. You guys meet today? Eh, yeah, not today. Maybe not. Every next I mean, you might want to call attendance. I'd like to see those notes they're taking. Oh, boy. What did, now, what did you think of Jameis overall? Uh, rusty. Um, great effort, as always. Not so great protecting the ball. I, you know, the one, again, Khalil Mack hits his arm. 
By the way, they couldn't block Khalil Mack. Nobody can. Nobody no. can. Um, but I think he gives them the best chance to win. I think when you see him on the field and you watch some of the throws he can make, you know, and his ability to extend plays, yeah. his best play is still the play that they didn't draw up. Right. Now, that could He's, be good or bad. He but. said after the game that one of the things he worked on um, was literally he had one of his, you know, one of his friends who was up to work out grab his ankles and hold his ankles, and he would practice breaking free of it and then quickly throwing a football. Wow. And that actually came, came up um, Did. In, a game, in, a, in a game on Sunday where I think it was Khalil Mack actually had him by the ankles and he got out of it. It's a good way to break and your then, ankles. And then, yeah, and then completed a, a nice pass to Mike Evans on the play. So. Well, if you're a Bucs fan, uh, feel sorry for you. It's, it's been two really good weeks and now two very unhappy weeks. But and now two long weeks. And now up. you can't see your team play for 14 days, which might be a good thing anyway. All right, thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. We'll uh, see what the Bucks do after the bye week when they head to Atlanta. Sounds good. I mentioned the Rays had such a great season. Of course, they win 90 games, just a phenomenal year. Blake Snell hopefully gets to win the American League. Cy Young, you certainly deserve that. Kevin Cash should get consideration for manager of the year in the American League. Not sure that will happen, but you got to give it up to the Tampa Bay Rays. We'll talk a lot more about them and about their season uh, later this week. We wanted to focus mostly on the Bucks and the Bears for this podcast, but certainly we have a big week ahead, and we'll try to get Mark Tompkins of the Tampa Bay Times. Try to talk a little college football as well with maybe Joey Knight or Matt Baker. Lots coming up in store on Sports to Tampa Bay. We're here uh, on Sports Day Tampa Bay every Monday through Friday. We hope you guys continue to listen, and also go see our friend Annie Condon of Wholesale Diamonds. Remember, you get 20% off all jewelry purchases for our listeners only. Tell them that Rick and Steve sent you at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. Again, my thanks to Tom Jones. First Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW.